preface of the Heptameron of the Tales of Margaret, Queen of Navarre, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Crean. The Heptameron of the Tales of Margaret, Queen of Navarre. Volume 1 by Margaret of Navarre. Translated by George Saintsbury. Preface. The first printed version of the famous Tales of Margaret of Navarre, issued in Paris in the year 1558, under the title of Histoire des Amants Fortunés, was extremely faulty and imperfect. It comprised but 67 of the 72 tales written by the royal author, and the editor, Pierre Boestuot, not merely changed the order of those narratives which he did print, but suppressed numerous passages in them, besides modifying much of Margaret's phraseology. A somewhat similar course was adopted by Claude Gruget, who a year later produced what claimed to be a complete version of the stories, to which he gave the general title of the Heptameron, a name they have ever since retained. Although he reinstated the majority of the tales in their proper sequence, he still suppressed several of them, and inserted others in their place, and also modified the Queen's language after the fashion set by Boestuo. Despite the imperfections, however, Gruget's version was frequently reprinted down to the beginning of the 18th century, when it served as the basis of the numerous editions of the Heptameron in beau langage, as the French phrased it, which then began to make their appearance. It served, moreover, in the one or the other form for the English and other translations of the work, and down to our own times was accepted as the standard version of the Queen of Navarre's celebrated tales. Although it was known that various contemporary MSS was preserved at the French National Library in Paris, no attempt was made to compare Gruget's faulty version with the originals until the Société des Bibliophiles Français entrusted this delicate task to Monsieur Leroux de Lincy, whose labors led to some most valuable discoveries enabling him to produce a really authentic version of Margaret's admired masterpiece, with the suppressed tales restored, the omitted passages reinstated, and the Queen's real language given for the first time in all its simple gracefulness. It is from the authentic text furnished by Monsieur Leroux de Lincy that the present translation has been made, without the slightest suppression or abridgment. The work, moreover, contains all the more important notes to be found in the best French editions to the Heptameron, as well as numerous others from original sources, and includes a résumé of the various suggestions made by Messieurs 
Félix Franck, Le Rue de Lincy, Paul Lacroix, and De Matignon. Towards the identification of the narrators of the stories and the principal actors in them with well-known personages of the time. An essay on the Heptameron from the pen of Mr. George Saintsbury, M.A., and A Life of Queen Margaret are also given, as well as the quaint prefaces of the earlier French versions and a complete bibliographical summary of the various editions which have issued from the press. It may be supposed that numerous illustrated versions have been published of a work so celebrated as the Heptameron, which, besides furnishing scholars with a favorite subject for research and speculation, has, owing to its perennial freshness, delighted so many generations of readers. Such, however, is not the case. Only two fully illustrated editions claim the attention of connoisseurs. The first of these was published at Amsterdam in 1698, with designs by the Dutch artist de Hoog, whose talent has been much overrated. Today, this edition is only valuable on account of its comparative rarity. Very different was the famous edition illustrated by Freudenberg, a Swiss artist, the friend of Boucher and of Creuse, which was published in parts at Bern in 1778 through 1781, and which, among amateurs, has long commanded an almost prohibitive price. Ernest A. Vizetali, London, 1893. End of preface. Recording by John Crean, Lilburn, Georgia.